Hey, you damn guys. Welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Aubrey Loveless. And I'm Danielle. And I'm Wes. Hey, hey Wes is back. Wes, sounding great, hey, man. It's good to hear from you. It's Wes. Yeah, good to be back. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, so this is our book club podcast. We're reading some comics. We're talking to our friends. We did the Hellboy Book Club for 150-something episodes, and we're going to come back and do some more. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for 150 years. For 150 <laughs> years, we did that podcast, and now we're old ghosts. We're skeleton we in are. front of the microphone, and we're reading other comics now. And we're doing some more Hellboy Book Club next year. And now Danielle's going to tell you all about it. Ah, <laughs> all right. So we're going to read a thing. And we told you to read this thing already. So then you you also read it. And then we're going to talk about the thing. And you're going to listen to us talk about the thing. And then you're going to send us, hey, damn guys, you're going to talk to us about what you heard when we were talking about the thing. And so then we're going to talk about what you talked about when you were talking about us talking about that thing. And that's a book club. And that's friendship. Back to you, John. Wow. That was amazing. Very concise. Very good. I love it. Yeah, continued shouts outs to the crew over there working on Milagro. You know, hint, hint, we'll be talking to Ross Radke, book club member, next week. Yeah. I saw pictures of the book. It's finished. It's They had the, proofs of it. They yeah, were, yeah. They were holding nice. it in their hands. It looked amazing. So, yeah, super pumped for that. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm actually, I'm really excited to just read the story because I know they've kind of hinted that there's maybe like a twist somewhere in the middle or there's some unexpected stuff than what you think. And, you know, we've seen some really stellar art, but I really don't know what the story is. I'm just kind of like excited to see yeah. Oh, yeah. all of this unfold and be able to experience it. So, yeah, really excited. I'm super proud of those guys. Yeah, they have it's a, like, exciting to see your product. friends yeah. succeed at some things that they're doing and that they're proud of. So that's awesome. Yeah. And then like during the Kickstarter, Matt was like sharing a, sharing all that art. And I was just like, man, nice. I cannot wait to yeah. see this. But then also I'm like, Matt, please stop sharing all this art. <laughs> I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the art, I have like no idea what's going on. I'm I'm super excited to read it. And the oh, colors yeah. are so, I don't know, everything it looks great. Yeah. It, it's a it's a beautiful looking book. Yeah. From what I've seen. All right. And now we're going to go on to our listener feedback. Listener feedback. feedback. <laughs> Copies, get out hardback copies digital is fine read along in time get we heard from lethal collector lethal collector book club member mm -hmm. yeah he said this podcast is awesome i love your show thanks for making such great content Thank you. We'll call it content. Yeah, thank That's you. That's so hollow. Hey, I'll take whatever I can get at this content. point. Thank you. We're creating content. Thank you, Lethal Collector. Thank you, Lethal Collector. <laughs> we also got a message from Christopher Egan. Christopher Egan. Book club member. That's right. Christopher says, this series takes me back to first reading it like six years ago. My cat Autumn was only a few months old at the time, and I thought her sitting next to this massive tome made for a good pick. Love this series. As a big fan of the Astonishing Run that started circa 04, I realized I should read the series that more or less evolved into that one. Hashtag love Zorn. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a cute little picture of this I know. cat. Oh, that's it was really so good. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. It is a very impressive sized book, though. Also, he has the same copy as you, it looks like, because yeah. my um on internet shows that picture with like Gene and all of them with the that first like splash page. Right, right, right yeah. 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 All right, we got a hey damn guys from Drew Campbell. Drew Campbell. Book club member. Fun fact. He's got a fun fact Ooh, for us, you guys. I fun love fact. X-Men number, get ready. X-Men number, this better be really fun. <laughs> X-Men number 114, the first issue of this arc was published July 2001. This isn't very fun so far. 
The same month that Dupe first appeared in X-Force 116. That is fun. Well, that's pretty fun. So that Dupe t-shirt may be the first Dupe reference in another title. Oh, that's right. awesome. That is so, that is fun. It that's is, interesting. Yeah, that's it fun. is literally the earliest reference about. that you could possibly make without it being so. a first appearance. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That is really cool. I like that. You know, I don't know if anybody commented, you know, Danielle hid a dupe in the- Nobody caught that, yeah. In the photo for yeah. the week. It was too hidden. There's a dupe in there. What? See if you can go find the dupe. I'm going <laughs> to go, go do that. So, Wes, you were telling us that you had never read the new X-Men stuff. Yeah, that was a treat that you guys sort of threw on my lap. And I plan on finishing the Omnibus. I was just saying earlier that, I, that I'm going to go through the whole thing. I don't know the reason why I didn't. I sort of had a falling out with not necessarily comics, just like capes in general, I think, during that time. And sort of yeah. jumped back into it in, in the summers of when I was home from college. That was in high school when that came out. So I just sort of, I don't know, I went independent comic books i was reading less um i got into star wars more i think it was just yeah. it, it, and then i never ever went back and and read it but wasn't it nothing like crazy alarming but i like i'm i'm down to read that whole thing now that was awesome and did you read that have you read the astonishing run that comes after that you haven't read any no. of that stuff then no i didn't read any of that stuff uh that's some good stuff too yeah astonish that astonishing run is really good all right, cool. Well, thanks for the feedback on X-Men. I'm glad that we could turn you on to a, to a new title. Yeah, that's great. So I'm pretty sure everybody heard the, the news about George Perez. Uh, awful. Awful, terrible. So I was wanting to like enjoy some of his art, so I dug out my JLA Avengers crossover. Oh, that's good stuff. And there's this one panel where Martian Manhunter and Wonder Woman are in Genosha, and it's after Cassandra Nova had destroyed the whole thing. So that's like in the timeline. It's like a, it's like an interesting crossover with right. Eve from Extinction. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. It like the crossover happened around that time, so yeah. they just borrowed that over yeah. since that's what was happening. It's really cool, yeah. And it kind of goes along with what we are talking about last week. But yeah, just enjoying some George Perez. You know, a lot of people have been saying online, you know, the JLA Avengers hasn't been collected. collected. Because Marvel and DC, they can't get their shit together. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying they should just settle their beef and yeah. put this out and let the proceeds go to the family. Or Absolutely. Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something. And we're all huge fans of George Perez here in the house. And I mean, obviously, like prolific, legendary artists yeah. that, I mean, look at any of his work and it's just, it's yeah. completely mind blowing and, and amazing. And just, he's responsible for so much work and and trend setting and i mean you look at a design and it might it might very well be his fault like the chances are very high oh, that yeah. that's him and um by all accounts just an absolutely wonderful person i mean oh, in yeah. the statement that he just released you can you can probably glean that just by oh, reading yeah. that i mean what an incredible person i had the extreme privilege of meeting this person twice oh and nice and both times he just came up from behind the table and gave me a huge bear hug just the friendliest, nicest person. And I was like, oh, you know, I know you're probably really busy, but are you sketching anything today? He goes, yeah, of course. I'll, I'll do you a yeah, sketch. Yeah. Just incredible. The So the way this man works, just he'll just, yeah, I'll sketch something for you. Yeah. He's yeah. George Perez. He could very well be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm far too important. Or he could be like, yeah, that'll be $5,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's yeah. none of that. None of that. He's just like, yeah, of course. What would you like? Just an incredible man. And he'll, 
he'll put one person, he'll put 500 people. And so, yeah, just like both times I've met that. And so like by all accounts, you know, it's not just me. I know that everyone yeah. else who's ever met him has said the same thing, that he's incredibly down to his bones, the most amazing person ever. So the statement that he released, he was just like, well, I just feel like the luckiest guy in the world. And I'm so, it's just, what can you, I mean, what can you say about a person like that? Just yeah, amazing, just incredible. And so, yeah. So in keeping with that, the spirit of the statement he released, I feel like we're all lucky that we, yeah. that he was even here with us at all to do any of this amazing stuff that he did. So thank you, George Perez. Yeah. But I mean, how are you just like the world's most incredible comic book artist and the nicest person possible at the same time? Like, fuck man. Yeah. yeah. Yes, for sure. Go dig out some of his stuff. Go dig out your back issues. We should do an episode soon. I'm yeah, having, a hard, I'm having a hard time. Yeah. 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 I used to stare at that infinity gauntlet cover number one all the time. Yeah. It's amazing. That's work. a good one. His Teen Titan stuff is just incredible. Yeah, Wonder Woman, all the Batman stuff. I that, mean, uh, yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah, <laughs> but really good. Anyway, yeah. we go on and on. And now we're going to go on to our book club episode for the week. And this week we're continuing our monthly trek into the Outerverse with the Baltimore series. Yeah, Baltimore, The Cursed Bells. Publication dates, issues 1 and 2, August and September of 2011. Story by Mike Mignola and Christopher Golden. Art by Ben Stenbeck, colors by Dave Stewart, letters by Clem Robbins, cover art by Mike Mignola and Dave Stewart. Yeah, let's talk about this. The cover. Curse of the Bells. The Curse of the Bells. So, the Curse uh, Bells. I got tired of us talking about how it's always in black and white, so now I'm pulling these up <laughs> for us to, to be able to enjoy here. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, shit, that's so, awesome. That's super good. It's a very good cover. Um, I just love the use of color by Dave Stewart. It's so minimal, but it really um, it's just really nice the way the flame coming yeah. up is coloring everything. And um, It makes me nice... absolutely hate this weird sepia thing I that know, they right? did. <laughs> Why would you do that? It doesn't do it justice. It doesn't matter with yeah. stuff. I'm reading through the comics trade but there's a forward a world of chilled shadows by joe r lansdale but he just goes he compliments it and compares it to uh bram stoker's dracula the story that we're about to read and all that joe lansdale is he's a western horror writer he's known for okay. science fiction mystery and suspense he's been adapted into a bunch of film television series has written for comics as well as batman the animated series oh, oh nice. nice okay yeah He's won um, American Horror Award, Edgar Award, yeah, Bram Stoker Award. What is the Bram Stoker Award? What do you have to do to get that? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Kill a bunch of vampires. (laughs) Yeah, it's not about writing at all. Or become a Dracula. Or become a Dracula. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we we open up Lucerne, Switzerland. It's a city in central Switzerland in the German-speaking portion of the country. One of the city's landmarks is the Chapel Bridge, which is a wooden bridge first erected in the 14th century. That's what that bridge is right there on that top. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that's a cool bridge. <laughs> then going on in World War One, right now in 1916, some like I tried to find stuff that was going on in 1916 at the same time as well, but the British troops were evacuated from Gallipoli, prevails over joint British and French operations, capture Constantinople. Russia defeats the Ottoman Empire. Paris is bombed by German Zeppelins. German Const- Zeppelins? Constantinopoli. Constantinople. Every time I hear that, I always think of the um Yeah, the song. Yeah. So yeah, we find Baltimore. He arrives in Switzerland. He's being led by two travelers, male and a female. At the same time, we're getting a recap of the plague of ships. So what happened in the last run of stories? 
I'm Baltimore. I have a wooden leg and a lot of weapons. And yeah, basically. I stabbed a vampire's eye, so now he's gonna. Now he's, he's mad. He's no, mad he's... at me, and he, but then I'm mad at him too because he killed We're my. We're mad family. at each other. He killed my whole family, turned them into vampires, and then I had to kill them, and that was very unpleasant for me. That's why I'm so surly. <laughs> I feel like he has that's more of a reason to be mad. Yeah, yeah. That's kind yeah. of that's a that's a disproportionate response. It is right, like oh, I, I mean, yeah, stabbing your eye out is like not good, but like he already chopped off his leg that's, and yeah, that's well, breathed he, poison he, and then started the whole plague. Yeah, and that's a little yeah. much. Well, I thought he, I thought he lost his leg because of the war. No, he breathed the poison. Yeah, he breathed oh, the poison. Right. But Haggis was also like in this deep sleep, right? Where he was, you know, and Baltimore sort of woke him from it. I think that oh. pissed him off too. Look, well, there's... I, I am grumpy when I wake up. But he's a now. vampire. <laughs> there shots have been fired on both sides. So who's to say, really? Right? right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So essentially, this couple are are leading Baltimore through. They said they've seen Haggis. Uh, they recognize Haggis from the scar, or at least that's what they told Baltimore. Baltimore is not necessarily, he's sort of suspicious of the two. He doesn't necessarily believe them. He's, he asked them if you're absolutely certain you saw right, them. And they, yeah. they are like, yeah, we did. You know, the moon was out bright and we, we saw the scar. It was, it was definitely one eyed man that we encountered. So we go to the second page. The recap continues. What happened? They're leading him into the town. They take him to a barn where there's dead horses. They're like, this is an awful scene. Right. It's, so it's gruesome. Yeah. He encourages them to stay behind him. Baltimore calls into the barn, see if anybody answers. Nobody answers back. We get so that they, little, uh, the wind. The weather vane here. The weather yeah. vane. Yeah. yeah that's like creek. a nice little, um, horror, shot. You know, oh, yeah. 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 Mood yeah. shot. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You get a creepy noise with Baltimore, like looking around. They bring him further through the town. We get a nice bloody scene with a blip. Blip. <laughs> I like that. I like that little that drop of that clip of blood. <laughs> so they bring him to a scene. It's he's got this. Oh, that knife dagger, that crucifix dagger was in the front. The knife dagger. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the crucifix. The no, crucifix. it's a yeah, it's a it's a crucifix, but it's also it's also a dagger, so you yeah. could stab someone with the Lord, I yeah. guess. Yeah, there. we had a we had cross sword earlier. Yeah, so they have cross knife. Right. Yeah, comes in all sizes. It sure does. <laughs> get a little so one. Very- you can use it as a toothpick to get an yeah. olive, an olive off of a cheese plate. That's like a- <laughs> That's great. So the three of them come up on a scene. They're not happy about it. So then we get this giant splash page. I don't know this, if this counts as a splash page. Ugh. I think it is. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's but a it's, splash page. But it's it also gross. It's, it's interesting because it has the dialogue in there, and then it has this like little inset panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna yeah. say it, it's splashed with blood. Yeah, for sure. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty horrific. I mean, um, I think there's more heads than headless bodies. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't like it. Yeah. So Baltimore explains that this is what Haggis brings. You know, there's more of this to come. He smeared raspberry jam all over everything and everyone (laughs) fell asleep. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's pretty graphic. We can can go to the next page. (laughs) So, I mean, the graphic scene continues as they walk through town. The the couple lead them to a barn. Or, sorry, not a barn. It's a... uh, like a tavern looks like a tavern tavern yeah. barn same thing here probably back in those days yeah we'll get drunk in either one how different are they really the barn probably smells better yeah, <laughs> yeah he com- he confirms with them that for sure that's that's where they've seen him and he pays them their coin um and he walks up to the door and kicks in the door so we get a, we get like a few things in this scene right 
Mm, yeah. Um, we get a close up look at the woman's neck. She's got bites on her neck. Oh, no. Yeah. She's tricking him. I love how he just goes up and kicks the door in. Yeah. Psh, yeah. Direct approach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't give an f about anything. Say <laughs> it. No Maybe doesn't he doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he just crashes right in. Yeah. So then we get in the scene, and it was, in fact, a trap. Um, he gets bombarded by a bunch of vampires. They all surround him. I love that a top panel. That's great. That's a great reveal. That's right there. Red-eyed, red-eyed vampires everywhere. Not in the light of the door. I mean, it's a safe place to stand right there in the door. Don't go in all the way. Just stay right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, come get, come on, guys. <laughs> you know, it's a, not not the best trap. They should have figured out a way to close the door after. He, he gets to it. work, though. He's just, he's just, where's Hagen? He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah he it. goes right into it. Yeah. Yeah. No hesitation. Right in questioning. Hagen, uh, face Questioning me. and killing. But then we also get the, uh, like in the upper part of the uh, tavern or, you know, hotel yeah. or whatever it is, they throw out, they throw out their clink, throw out some coin, looks like payment for the couple. Leaving. They got paid twice. Man. That's a scheme right there, man. Yeah. They got it going yeah. on. He makes use of his uh, crucifix knife there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that guy. <laughs> that guy's like in the background. He's all, Ugh. What's he like? <laughs> <laughs> These two fuck off. Yeah, so they leave. So they they go make sure they get their coin. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's Baltimore like the sound of chopping they're away. Running, they're running off yeah. into the sound of music. Yeah, or yeah. Something like yeah that. It's, uh, <laughs> oh my god, the they really are. Some horrible thing is happening behind. Well, that's an interesting comment though. They're beautiful. Like she's into the coins for their aesthetic, or they're yeah. like pleasing to the eye, but not what they actually represent, well, which you know is what's currency. Weird? I think it's kind of both. Well, you know, she what's probably weird isn't is really she's seen. also touching. Yeah, right. I think she doesn't care about the fact that it's currency, that they can be traded for goods and services. I don't think she cares about that. Oh, right. She's just like, this is shiny. Or like, it's just that she did a thing. She did a thing for a guy. Mm. Right? She's not doing that for herself, is she? Well, we'll have to see what happens next. I guess we'll have to see what happens next. It could be seeing how, yeah, well, how does she say it? She could be saying like, "Yeah, they're beautiful. Let's right. get out of here." Yeah, yeah. But I like to think of her as a as a piece of shit. <laughs> she is. She is terrible. She's awful. I'm just wondering, like, what her deal is. Like, what's her deal? Yeah. She's kind of weird. So we see Baltimore fighting on. We get more of the birds evacuating dead corpse bodies, but getting set on fire by Baltimore. Jeez. Oh, I love how, like, you know, they're gonna like, "Ha ha, we're gonna escape," and he's like, "Oh, have a little light on you." Pushes the window yeah. open. That's cool. Yeah, yeah no, I love it. So he travels through, what do we call us, a tavern? Travels through <laughs> yeah. the tavern, yeah. going on upstairs and cracks through the next door, and he's found three beautiful women are his prize for... Or are they? Who knows? They're Dracula brides. <laughs> they are Dracula brides. This They're is like in, straight out of Bram Stoker's. Yeah, it absolutely exactly. is in, in Bram Stoker fashion. Mm-hmm. So they try to tempt him. Baltimore is not swayed by this. He says, where is he, damn you? Fuck out of here with that. Trying to find Haggis. Focused mission. I like how Haggis is like, I'm going to get you a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead. So that way, like, you know, uh, cover all my bases here. Whatever (laughs) whatever Baltimore wants. Dracula brides (laughs) come in sets, and that's how they they arrive. Oh, the Dracula brides. That's what they do. They come in a three-pack. They do. They come in a three-pack, yeah. (laughs) I love... I love the look on Baltimore's face when he says, where is he? Damn you. He's just got, he's like, I, I'm he's not in no mood. He's in no mood for your shit. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not uh, at all. I was also, I also thought of a, of someone to, to cast as Baltimore. I thought of this. Oh, reading. great. Please. Thinking, casting corner. 
Clive Owen would be a good one. Oh wow! Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he'd shave his head. He would. Yeah, yeah he'd have to shave his, his he curls he'd do off. It. But that's a good one. That's a good yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. He's done the action stuff. Too. He, can he can do, do that. Do he can do it. So anyway, anyway, the women try and get him to you know come Lord Baltimore. We'll show you the pleasures of the damned. The quote unquote I'm women trying to lure him. <laughs> <laughs> right, the vampires <laughs> try to lure him into the bed. He doesn't do it. <laughs> There is no rest for me. Throws the woman right out the window. <laughs> Pretty <Right>. good. <laughs> I love that. Just cut to outside. One of them just flying out the window and burning. I love it. He was just like, shut up. Just just shut it. And just like threw them. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't wait at all. He at that point, makes... would, you just, would you just sigh? Would you open the door and you're just like, oh, okay, this again. All right. How many times has he run into that exact scenario? I wonder like, is this the sixth or seventh time that he's oh, had three Dracula brides? He's like, right, and that's like, what looking I feel at like. him. It's like, God damn it! Come on, all right, okay, let's do this. Yeah, Who wants to go out the window first? Like they're, <laughs> yeah. they're playing towards right that he's like he's been yeah. through all this. He just keeps. He's going just this. done this so many times. He's so tired yeah. of it. It doesn't matter. He wants to just keep going. Yeah, he's got one one focused mission. Yes. But I think he makes pretty quick work of of the girls up there because he's yeah. downstairs before you know the woman he threw out the windows. Corpse right, finished away. burning. Yeah. <laughs> that is quick, right? It's not even finished it burning. It must be the up. third one that he threw out the window. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it could be. Yeah, it could have fought him and then threw out, threw out the window, yeah. Oh, that's true. And then he ran down the stairs really quick. Yeah, yeah, He had to get that selfie with it. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like this action shot where he's walking away from the village on fire. Like if there'd be an explosion like from a movie, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's so yeah. nice. To me, it just looks like he's just casually like, all right, Okay. <laughs> But Whatever. yeah, he did set the whole village on fire. He looks so sad and tired all the time. It'd be like the yeah, it'd be like the slow mo walk away from the burning town. You know, have the somber music playing. But the face is not like a like a determined. It's just like a fuck this. I hate everything. Yeah. Just don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, it would just be this just like uninterested, bored expression instead of like intensity at no intensity whatsoever. Right, I would love right. it if it was just like nothing there. I love the mood shot of these weird flowers. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I think like are those the flowers from the like the spores from from the Oh yeah, uh, gross. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, Yeah. thank you for that. I think think his attitude is like uh, it's like the energizer bunny if he was Eeyore. Like that's his attitude. (laughs) 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 That's great. I guess I'll keep That's going really and great. Going and going. That's fantastic. But nobody cares. <laughs> Least of all me. Man, Energizer Bunny but Eeyore. That's fantastic. That's great. That's him to a T. I love this. I want to see that. I want to see see some art of that. I would love that. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. Guess I'm too dull to be around. Can't blame you for moving away. All right, so what happens here? Something interesting is happening, Wes. Yeah, we Tell me. Crazy, Tell me about crazy it. alien claw. Looks oh, jeez. Like Looks like yeah. a bug. Well, first of all, I just want to say, like, I love this page. Yeah. This whole page is oh, so cool. Yeah. It's a good page. You know, you've got the lady burning. You've got the weird mood shot with the flowers. We love but, a lady burning. But, uh, well, the, the monster, vampire lady. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's a good, no, it's a good page. It's a really dynamic, um, interesting page for but sure. I love this panel of his face as he turns. Yeah, it's a really good shot. Yeah, it's, it um, is a good swell. Ben Stenbeck has really, like, def- even though we're just well a rendered. couple of, I don't know, six issues in. I feel like Ben Stenbeck has really solidified what this guy looks like. Yeah. I can yeah. kind of yeah. see him. You know what I mean? And that shot is just beautiful, man. Like, I don't know. It's just uh, really incredible. Yeah, it was stuff. remarkable. I 
had to stop and look at that for a little bit. Anyway, I like the weird bug claw. Yeah. Yeah, and I like most pages that don't have any dialogue. Yeah, same. Everybody, shut up. I'm looking. Nice. I'm looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. He, he we turn the next page and he gets attacked by some tree monsters. Some giant tree. He's monsters. just like, do it, fucking do it. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. And they go for it too. Yeah, I mean, yeah they yeah. go for it. It yeah. looks pretty agonizing here at the bottom. He's like, oh shit, why did I ask for this? Yeah. Yeah, they pull him up into the tree. He's, he's like, fine, I will then. I will. Yeah. He's oh, like, I will. I think we will. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. He's like, you will fare no better than Higgis's leeches. Yeah. Oh, I think we will. Love it. We'll see. I don't know. The series goes on pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> so we we get to the village. We're back in the da- like downtown area with the couple being all sweetheart and feeding each other chocolates. That's what they went and did with their money. She's like, oh, this is beautiful. Let's go buy some fucking chocolates. <laughs> you know what? I chocolate. respect that. And I, I understand it. Well, and it would be kind of like a more of a rare Oh, thing yeah, absolutely. Like upper class yep. thing. Oh, yeah. Nobody could get that unless yeah. they were had serious money. Like, fuck you money. Yeah. Nine ear pest. That's uh, no plague here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, there's plague and shit. Who's making chocolate? Like, who's alive to make it? Mm-hmm. Over here. Oh, that says nine. I mean, I all, this new. is all like boarded up, like all the yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Are right. But this so one are they? Says no plague here, right? Cool. Yeah. So, but I like it that they're like sitting and happy, and Baltimore rudely interrupts them. And he's just like <laughs> he just, he just gets straight to the chase. Like, so he actually talks about the bomb de men were the real trap, and that translates to uh, tree demon. Yeah, so, I don't know. That was pretty cool. So I cool. like yeah. There's a bunch of creatures that start coming out of the woodwork and yeah. as the series progresses. But I like uh, how when he shows up, it's the two of them sitting on that bench. And then when he arrives, like we don't see his face. It's just that's very cinematic little yeah, thing yeah. of like, yeah. oh, shit, who's just rocked up to disturb this scene? Oh, shit. It's this guy that we thought that we fucked over, but he's here to get us. I also like how we we don't see how he gets out of the tree demon. Yeah. No, oh, right. I don't need to see that. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to see it. Yeah. I also like uh, how he meets them like not in anger. He just is straight up. He's like, "All right, guys. Eeyore. I got through the, all the traps. Can you don't please? Care. Can we? Can we move forward? And can, can you please just, tell me where you saw Haggis? Can you just come on, man? Don't want to ruin everyone's good time. Love it. Well, I, don't, I need to kill this guy. Just, just let me know. I'm, I'm tired of this. Right, I'm, all of this, please. I need a nap. You guys are <laughs> really annoying now. I don't know. We get to this next page. He's off adventuring again. So he gets set back onto his task. But this page is, you know, Dave Stewart at his best. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remarkable what Dave Stewart is able to do. And all these little towns. And I don't know. The art is really good, too. Like, I really oh, yeah. Love. Like this guy with his sheep. He's just pointing. Yeah, like, pointing where he goes. It's good stuff. So Baltimore learns that Haggis is bound for Innsbruck and will kill along the way in service to his master, the Red King. So the Red King will become prominent. That's that big with the coffin and the scepter sure. and all yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, we see a bunch of shots. Baltimore traveling the countryside here. He interacts with the people. Um, he mentions they are chilled by Haggis as if a shadow has fallen over their souls. And when they speak to Baltimore, it is as if they give that shadow over to him and I carry their burdens along with his Jeez. own. Okay. I love that. Nice. That's a great yeah. bit of writing yeah. right yeah. there. I really like that. These two pages are so gorgeous. I mean, I know y'all just said that, but... Yeah, the colors continue on this next page to yeah, just next totally page. impress. Wow. 
And that town that he's traveling to, like that's the town that we're going to next. Like that's where we're going to be for a little while. It's interesting because it looks like that's how the day is progressing too. Like the light oh, yeah. in these pages, yeah. like the, it starts off the beginning of the day oh, and like it ends morning, up like yeah. it's the end of the day. Yeah, it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. So the hunt goes on. So we end up in uh, Blugstag, Austria. I couldn't find Blugstag. Okay, maybe it's like a fictional, just made up for this thing. Any readers that know? Yeah, let us know. So I don't know. This is a beautiful page too. Ash Strong is uh, infection. So I imagine the X infection don't go in. Um, right, yeah. So he's walking through. Looks like an abandoned town. We find that it's not abandoned, but it's definitely quiet. And then I love this shot of the nuns sort of standing. Yeah, yeah. that's really creepy. Yeah, and, super creepy. And, and like, how many bells do you need? That's a lot of bells. <laughs> Look, yeah. it has to be loud to yeah, make really sure that loud. everybody gets enough bells in their okay. life. <laughs> you have to make sure everybody can hear. I mean, how else are you going to pay silver bells if you don't have so many bells? Well, I think that it's in during the time when to let people know that shit happened. Sure. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they live so spread apart. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah if they're in danger, it's like yeah. we find later it's to ask for help and stuff like that. But these super ominous nuns standing guard are pretty awesome. Now, instead of that, we get alerts on our phone or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I Back then, that's how they were like, the king got married. And everyone's like, shut up. We don't care. It's so loud. It's so early. I don't care. I don't know. I think I might prefer the bell over the day. Right. The, <laughs> the king is dead. Fine. We get it. He's dead. Please, can you stop? I can't deal with this anymore. It's so loud. So our next scene, we we end up in a, uh, in, it looks like a seedy bar. Baltimore walks into. Or See barn. A, like, yeah, it could be a barn. Who knows? Barn. <laughs> I love uh, Stenbeck drawing these bars. You know, he did a couple in Witchfinder and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, this is awesome. Well, he we put so many fun characters in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like this guy with the cigar. Looks yeah. kind of looks like a young Winston Churchill. The bartender is awesome. This yeah. He's great. Lady sleeping on the guy with the cigarette. Oh. <laughs> it's good stuff. The little, those little like drunk. Yeah. Dots in the air. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, tipsy or whatever, however you like. Everybody's it. having a good time, quote unquote. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. This this one guy is really like bringing down the mood here. I yeah. know. This, that, this yeah. John, look, they're having a good time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. see that, but I'm doing the thing with my fingers. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we find out this this bookish guy is Simon Hodge. Um, yeah, his, he's talking about vampires taking over the world. Nobody believes him in this in this bar. He really it's is. Surprising he's talking that about that a lot. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he's yeah. talking about. Um, he's got like a little cordial or something. He does have a tiny cordial. He's drinking he like does. One of those little, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he seems to talk to everybody about it. He's talking to the bartender and then he switches to this guy with a cigar. Everybody seems to be ignoring him. He's like, Have I told you about the vampires? Oh, God. You have told me about the fucking vampires. This fucking guy. <laughs> That's all you talk about, dude. Vampires. But he like he's, It sounds he's, like you need more things to fill out your day, my man. <laughs> but this dude has even he's even put it together that the it's tied to the play. Yeah, he ha and that's yeah. he's yeah, smart. He's put he's, together, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's put together a lot of it. He seems to understand like what's going on and how it works. And Baltimore over like walks by and overhears, right? So Baltimore overhears the conversation going on with the bar. And I haven't been able to verify it yet, but I think there's a whole other breed, other vampires that were practically extinct till the plague stirred them up. So like he's definitely got a clear understanding of what's going on. Yeah. But like, and he does, right? And he's, there's a lot of eye rolling going on. All the other people in the bar just like, oh, this fucking guy. When will he shut up about all this important stuff we need to know? And it just reminds me of like 
you know, in like a disaster, in a modern disaster movie, you'll have this one like scientist, his like hair is all tussled and his glasses are askew and he's got just papers and rolled up like schematics and just books and he's like got all his like his papers and he's waving and he's like you guys you don't understand the aliens and the volcano it's it's They're all connected together. they're gonna yeah this is gonna explode and everything's gonna be fucked you have to you, we, we only have a limit and he's like running around and no as this fucking idiot gosh anyway so uh back to what we're talking about there's been a lot of weird like alien volcano activities probably nothing <laughs> you know what i mean and like this guy he's just he's no one will listen to him this is the guy yeah, right yeah, yeah. this that's what i'm getting out sure, of this sure. yeah and, and it totally like, oh, this describes idiot. and it definitely describes the way people are they just want to stick with their status quo they don't want to mm-hmm. deal with this stuff they want to sit in their you know it would be better to pretend it's not happening yeah. than to deal yeah, with exactly. it so i don't know we got this weirdo and this red-haired colored girl over here in the right bar Baltimore decides to take a seat next to Hodge, asks for a whiskey. The bartender immediately thanks him for interrupting the conversation that was happening. I love that, though. You just get this entire page, just a string of all of this text this guy is saying and his whole speech. And then Baltimore sits down, whiskey. Just the contrast, I think, between the two, because they both know about this situation in depth. One of them has one way of dealing with it. And... The other one has a different way of dealing with it. And I just, I like that contrast a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. Hodge responds a little upset to the bartender, obviously, because he's, you know, pissed off that the bartender's not taking him seriously. I'm trying to save your asses. I'm trying to save all of you. I'm trying to keep the public informed about what's going on. And then uh, Baltimore steps in and he he basically (laughs) talks about how he's looking for a vampire and one in particular. The bartender's response. Yeah, the bartender's response is pretty good. Yes, well, if I see any, I'll let you know. Mostly, it's just fairies and goblins, as you can see. That's pretty. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the fairies and goblins to see what they have to say about it. Get the fuck out of here. Amazing. What are gestures? And the next panel that we get is this goblin of a guy drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It made me wonder, did he just steal Hodge's drink? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I know, yeah, it could have been. Oh, yeah. No, because he's got it in the next panel. You know, there's just there's a lot of cordials like, happening in this oh, bar. There's yeah, a lot of cordials yeah. going on. Well, so maybe he like, like reached over, grabbed it, and put it back down. Oh, gross. That's gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what that's a gross, gross thing to do. Well, in the, in the interaction, we find out that Hodge is a journalist for the Boston Globe or was a journalist for the Boston Globe. The Boston Globe is a newspaper. It's won 26 Pulitzer Prizes. It was founded in 1872. Uh, it's most recently notable for coming out against the Vietnam War and the Catholic Church scandal. Good. Nice. Yes. There's a good movie about good. that. Good. Catholic Church That scandals. was an incredibly good movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hodge makes it sound like he lost his job when he started writing about vampires. There are certain things they'll come out on and then, but vampires, no. We have a strict no vampire policy. They're probably yeah. owned by Big Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started filling out stories about vampires. They fired me. I like how Baltimore's like, I, I'm looking for this one vampire. And then Hodge is like, oh, I would think twice about going to look for vampires. They can be pretty crafty. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, Not it's, knowing that Baltimore has just been killing and slaughtering vampires. Yeah, just tracking yeah. them down like, yeah. for way longer than this guy. Probably yeah, even knows. from the beginning. Yeah, he's yeah. been doing it from the beginning. Yeah, literally. Yeah, so Baltimore and Simon Hodge talks. I'm going to refer to him as Hodge if you guys are cool yeah. with that. Hodge says he's writing a book about vampires and he's been traveling Europe researching them. Hodge wants to exchange information. And then we get, we cut back to that guy when he was sitting with the redhead earlier and he's sitting alone now. They clearly showed us that woman earlier. Yeah, intentionally. 
Yeah, I think she, it was intentional that they showed us her. She was vibrant, blue dress, red, you know. Oh yeah, she's she's very she stands out. I'll, she stands out here. I just think it's yep. uh, I think it's super cute how Hodge is like, oh, I'd be happy to share my information with you, and he's like, yeah, you don't even know. Yeah, you don't yeah. even know. I told man. my story to one too many. So so we see that woman. She walks up to uh, Baltimore and Hodge. You want to learn about vampires? Sure. What do you guys think about vampires? It's a weird pickup line, yeah. Yeah. You want yeah, to learn about She can vampires. help identify vampires. Here, I'll read. My friend and I were just conversing on the topic. I can't believe a young lady such as yourself would know anything about such a distasteful subject. I might be able to help you recognize them. I hardly need your assistance in that regard, miss. They're hideous things. And then blam, shot in the chest. It's a good panel. Yeah. yeah. The color, too, um, kind of yeah, kicks that, in right there. Yeah, we get that orange action color from the what we were getting in the previous story. And Hodge need to be taken down a peg, too, because he's all being all condescending to this young lady. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she doesn't yeah. know what she's talking about. They're hideous I things. They'd be I don't able even to know if it was condescension. I just think he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about in the real world. Like well, he, He's all studying books and shit, but he doesn't know how to do that in the yeah. real world. And obviously, Baltimore has been around the block. He knows immediately that this woman is a fucking not a woman is a vampire, and so yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. oh, I you know I don't think that we need your help. I know, I know what they look like, and then no, because she's right in front of you. Exactly. You don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly. He's all theoretical. So we see the woman's a vampire and goes for Baltimore, and that he's the one that shot her with his smoking gun. Yeah, shoots her again. Blam. Poor Hodge is just oblivious. I think he's just oblivious, yeah. really, oh my at this God. point. Yeah. Yeah. And Baltimore puts him in his place. They're not always hideous, Mr. Hodge. Right. Yeah. They're not always. Sometimes they're a trap and a yeah. trick. I thought this was a cool scene, though, because when she got shot, I thought that it was like, oh, she's going to reveal information and then somebody kills her before she can say what it was. Oh, okay. But yeah. no, it was really Baltimore shooting her because she's a vampire. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know until you turn the page. I think it was the quickest way to prove she was a vampire because yeah, he yeah. knew that she would start attacking as soon because it's not a killing blow. It's mildly inconvenient. So I think that that was the quickest way because if he had just launched himself out of they would have been, see here now, you know, trying to get him <laughs> off of her. I think that if you just shoot her, everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> This is this is bad. I like when he starts to uh, question her by putting the thing and Burning just the face. sizzling the face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the crucifix knife. It's good. <laughs> he's looking for Hagus. He's interrogating her. Tell me where to find him, and the pain will end. She doesn't know. At least she claims she doesn't know. Mm. But then we get on the next page. Hodge does cowering behind a, a bar stool. He does feel like he's seen the the yeah. vampire that Baltimore is looking for. And immediately, Baltimore tunes straight into what Hodge is saying. Where I can show you, he does does his way with the vampire. All right, grabs. The guy Hodge. sitting at the bar, like the, cig- the cigars, like yeah, falling out of his mouth. I know. Uh, everybody just agape. You know. And he yeah. uh, he stabs her on the table next to the guy she was sitting next to earlier. Yeah, yeah that's him. That weird guy. Yeah, he doesn't look as weird in that shot. Agape and aghast. Well, everybody didn't believe them. No. They were all, ah, right. uh, vampires. Yeah. yeah. I like how they walk when they walk away. You see the smoking corpse like <laughs> there in the background. That's really good. That's some good uh, stuff. Yeah. Almost looks like you can see a rib cage. The guy's packing up his books in his bag. <laughs> so we've got we've got Baltimore with all his pockets and swords and harpoons and shit. And we've got this guy. He's got his books and his, you know, all his stuff and his research. Yeah. 
Yeah. The old research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was cool. Uh, the uh, the bar name Der Leerkopf, the empty head. Ah, cool. <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. great. That's a, cool name for a bar. that's a yeah. that's a dope ass name for a bar. Especially since everyone in there was a dumbass. Yeah, they were all empty heads. Yep. I do. I wonder if that's a real bar. I should have looked it up. So are they? Are they starting up? Is this a crew? They're going to be a crew now, or is it just going to be like, yes, all right, this is the beginning of the crew. We're going to get a crew. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I love a crew. I love an ensemble. Yeah. So we get a lot that goes on in this next page, but basically, Hodge says there were whispers. And that there were many deaths inside the convent from the plague up on the hill. Um, that some of the nuns had risen after they had died from the plague. Uh, like that. Baltimore's vampire wanted to know if this was true. And he relayed to Hagus, the vampire, that no one was allowed inside the walls. And if the nuns wanted help, that they would ask or ring bells. Mm. Uh, and that he thinks mm. Hagus went up there. That seems awful. <laughs> So he mentions there was another rumor about this place. A Bavarian soldier went to the convent with a promise for a cure for both the plague and vampirism. And that's absurd, of course. There is no cure for either. Baltimore says, you're wrong, Mr. Hodge. It's death. Death is a cure. Nice. I feel like this is, you know, a perfect one Cue the guitar music. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like the perfect title of a metal yeah. album. Yeah, I was going to say, and by guitar music, I mean electric guitar music, not like a soft acoustic spanish guitar i mean like although i do like a good soft acoustic spanish guitar (laughs) death is the cure can we get this sweet owl flying in the moon yeah super sweet owl flying in the moon oh yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. the shots with the bells yeah i do have another detail right here the bavarian guy the soldier it kind of looks like you, Wes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is me. Right okay. I think that's you. I think you're the Bavarian soldier right there. I am okay. the Bavarian soldier. <laughs> you know, he is a Bavarian soldier. I actually do know that about him. <laughs> the whole nuns thing seems like a setup for like a video game level. Like a, I know, like it a is boss a video game. level. Oh, right? Right, like it's like a boss level. You got to fight all them. And then you got to fight the guy. But then they come back and you got to fight them and the guy. And then it's a whole other thing. It just seems like such a very okay. perfect nice. video game thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you think they like came a... up with the creepy idea first and then figured out how to fit it in the story? Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely what happened. You're that's very on the nose, yes. I was gonna sound like a Castlevania meets Zelda type thing. That's a wouldn't it be cool if this okay, let's build a story around it. Yeah, totally. So we get this cover. That's a good cover. What'd you guys think of this cover? It's sort of it says a lot, you know. Yeah, he, he, like a yeah. dude in the stockade being yeah. chained up to the wall with a crucifix. He's got a scar on his face, missing an eye. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the guy. Is There's it? all over him. Is Could it be the, the guy? guy? Could be Hagus. Man. We open with that owl. Beautiful. I love I this. Love this yeah, yeah, this is great. I love a barn owl. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love a barn owl. Yeah. I love any owl. Yeah. Hodges in the woods. We see clearly he went up on the up on the hill where he was pointing. He's alone. Somebody creeps up on him. I knew. Who is it? It's Baltimore. It's Baltimore. (laughs) Baltimore finds Hodge and says he's a fool for following him. As a journalist, it's important for him to do so, Hodge says. The world is changing and people need to know how to combat the darkness. See, I'm wondering, like, it's at this point when I was reading it for the first time that I wonder if it's a situation, because the first time he met a person, it looked like a setup to be like, ah, they're on an adventure together. They're going to team up and they're going to be part of a crew. 
well no she fucked off she was like this is a bit much actually this is i don't know about this i'm out of here so it's at this point where i'm like oh are they trying to set me up to be like oh they're gonna be a a fucking crew now and then he's gonna be like no actually this is a bit much for me too like i'm it's at this point in the story where i'm wondering like is the same thing gonna happen with this guy so that's just where i'm at with this guy yeah that's fair I don't want to give any spoilers. No, of yeah. course. I'm just oh, saying yeah, like yeah. that's that was my process while reading the story is like, ah, oh, I hope he's part of the crew. I hope he doesn't just like either get killed or fuck off because it's a bit much or something. I, I do like this guy. Yeah, uh, I do too. Yeah, I, I like, like him too. As soon, as soon as I met him, I was like, this is I like this dude. This is different. I yeah. like the character. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic yeah. as well. He's super relatable. Yes. You know, way, yeah. way more than Baltimore is. But I do like this bottom panel with Baltimore where it sort of looks like like he's he's thinking like he's you know looking at hodge and he's like okay you know maybe you're gonna be a part of this come take a look you know look, look right. at it. yeah so you want to do this yeah. what it takes look. yeah you know it almost looks like he's contemplating like all right you're gonna follow me take a look so he does yeah. yes through the binoculars so hodge, hodge takes out his binoculars he looks on the hill he sees nuns standing at century wall i thought they were all supposed to be ill he says um, or suffering from the plague. Baltimore says the real question you should be asking is what or who they are guarding. Right. Um, they talk, and it might be Hagus or the Bavarian soldier they are guarding. Baltimore says he will go in alone, but leaves Hodge with a gun to protect him, just in case. Hodge asks, in case of what? <laughs> All right. You're hunting monsters. Take a wild fucking guess, man. Like, in case I stir up a hornet's nest. Yeah. <laughs> in case I stir up a hornet's nest. Yeah. But he doesn't, he, Hodge doesn't have, you know, he's done all this research and hasn't had a weapon before. Yeah. I, I like how. He hasn't been in the field. Baltimore's got to like take all his gear off. Like he's only going to go, he's going to go in there light. You know what I mean? Like, so. Well, he has to sneak. It's going to jingle and jangle yeah, all around. Yeah, stuff everywhere. Can, right. Can you keep your spurs from jingling and jangling? How about you, Lash LaRue? Can you keep your spurs from jingling and jangling? He still has a tremendous amount. Like he still has a hatchet and a and a gun. Yeah. He still has like a ridiculous amount of blades. He still's got a bunch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So he sneaks up on this broken stained glass window and takes a peek inside the convent. Um, and we come up on a scene with the Bavarian soldier, a bunch of nuns doing some sort of ceremony. So some sort creepy. of gross ceremony. It's gross. Yeah, definitely gross ceremony. Very gross. So we got some. The crucifix is covered. Yeah. Some, it looks like, what, what kind of writing is that? Those are like those Those Mignola, are the Mignola symbols there. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. These are sigils. It's yeah, exactly. a lot of sigildry yeah, going on here. Yep. He's got a cup filled of blood, it looks like. Drink, woman, your time has almost come. Soon you give birth to a miracle. Ugh. You got her by her hair. She definitely doesn't look like she's there. Right. We will. Right. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore is definitely stunned by by seeing what's going on. I don't know if I she like might be because people do weird stuff too. Some people are like, yeah, let me do some weird stuff. Yeah, and let me join a weird give, cult. Get a Satan baby going or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah, she could be all into it. Because yeah, she's so. drinking it. She seems like I mean, she's she into, it. into it. Yeah, she, Maybe yeah. she's under a spell. Sometimes they put spells on people. Or drugged or something. Or drugs. Maybe she's under a drug it spell. It might be a vampire spell. <laughs> yeah, she's probably in a vampire spell. He gets out his uh, trusty crucifix knife. That's enough for now. She's near her time, and they they walk her out of the, I don't know, ceremonial room. Baltimore breaks in that stained glass window. We see him walk past the scene that everybody was just in. I like these reliefs. They pop up through the stories. Yeah, Yeah, they're good. They're so cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I mean, they're cool, but they're showing like people getting tortured. Or yeah. Something, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, this one's like a like a like a demon pulling a tongue out of a human. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Like the tongues there. 
yeah. So Baltimore goes exploring the common, but these colors are pretty great too. I mean, yeah. Oh all yeah. Of this is amazing. He's and got like, the tongues on his tongue. You know, like um, you've seen The Exorcist, right? Yeah. Like, like the scene is going, and then it like flashes that creepy demon face, the Pazuzu face, or something like that. Mood shots. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like you would flash like these creepy, gross reliefs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as he's going through that, it's like intercut. I don't know. It's very cool. I love all this. The reliefs are cool. We get another beautiful page of Baltimore exploring another relief in the background. Looks like demons hanging a human. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's just exploring. He's looking out the window. Just cliffs. Goes down stairwell into a creepy basement area. Scree. <laughs> then immediately gets attacked by uh. a vampire nun. Yeah. And she has all these like crosses burned into her face. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like she was tortured. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. You know, intruder, I'll have your blood. She screams at Baltimore. They tussle, roll down the stairs, move or cry out and I'll burn you. She talks about how you think I fear the cross. Look at my flesh. Clearly, she's I been burned the pain a bunch and touch. Yeah. yeah, she's clearly been burned a bunch. Yeah. I offer it up to my master. I offer the pain up to my master. She's like, do it then. I'm fucking down. Yeah. Fuck me yep. up all you want. I love it. I love it, in fact. <laughs> yes, none about Hagus. And she says to turn himself over that he's already half dead. He says she may not fear the cross, but he has other ways to hurt her. He asks her about the pregnant woman and Hagus again as he drops holy water on her head, or it looks like holy water he drops on her head and it sizzles. Yeah. Yeah. He basically says he's going to core out her skull. Yeah, he's By just, slowly he's dripping burning. water. Yeah. Just pour all the God. That's that's pretty graphic. That's pretty. I don't know. I like that. I like that description. But it's also ugh. she immediately gives it up too. She's yeah. just like, okay, you know what? Actually, I don't think that sounds great. I tried to be badass, <laughs> but I'm not. So you know what? Let me back up a little bit here. It's no child in the woman's belly. The master mixes human ashes from a dead witch with the blood of one of the old vampires. It may be your vampire. I don't know who its name. But the dead witch is called Blavatsky. The master believes he can make her be born again. Horrible. Yeah. I love that rant. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Where have we heard that before? Hmm. Yeah. That, so that's a that's a recipe for a homunculus of some kind, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, okay. To me. Well, um, they're making I did, a homunculus baby. Yeah. I, I did want to mention this. I just thought of this right now. Did you get that reference, Wes? Blavatsky? Blavatsky. No. Blavatsky. Okay, because I recognize this from the Hellboy Book Club. Mm. Um, Blavatsky is probably a reference to Helena Blavatsky. Okay, she was a Russian um, author who founded the Theosophical Society. She had a reference to Hellboy because um, there's one of her quotes in there, something like that. Um, they talked about her spiritualism and her medicism. Oh, she published the Secret Doctrine. I think that okay. was referenced in the Hellboy uh, comics. Cool. But yeah, she's a pretty controversial figure, championed by supporters as an enlightened sage and derided as a charlatan by her critics. Her theosophical doctrines influenced the spread of Hindu and Buddhist ideas in the West, as well as the development of Western esoteric currents like the New Age movement. So anyway, okay. that's from Wikipedia. That's but, pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, Blavatsky, I, I know Mignola is, I think he's a fan of hers, or at least has brought her up before, so... Thought it was kind of interesting they use that name here. That is interesting. So he gets the information he wants from her on this next page, shunks her and throws her out the window. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny is to awesome. me for some reason. That is an awesome page. I think and this page is awesome. Yeah, Hodge is just watching it. 
He's holding the yeah. gun. He's just yeah. yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's fair. And she immediately turns into bones. So I don't know what the happened bones, to her. She's a skeleton. You know what happened to her? Uh, did she have a bird that flew out? You know what happened to her bird? One oh, day. she must have. Oh yeah, we didn't see one. She just like yeah, she just turned into bones. That's kind of a different, different from what we've seen, huh? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because she didn't, or else he would have done something about it. Because yeah. he doesn't want those getting away. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he stabbed her right in the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of all this fucking burning birds and stabbing birds imagery. I don't like it. Well, we get Baltimore creeps back out of the uh, window that he came in. I think it's the same stained glass window, I assume. He hears screaming, so bastard, ah, he, he goes towards the screaming. He said what? What did he say? Bastard. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah. Kill you. Yeah, yeah, but it really does look like, ah. you know what I mean? It's just like, there's just a lot of yelling happening. Yeah, kill you. And he's scaling this like cliff face. He sure is. He's got a lot of upper his... body strength. I know, with that peg leg. That's crazy. Yeah, he's only got one oh, leg. I keep, forgetting about, I keep forgetting about the peg leg. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's you good don't for notice it. That's pretty wild. So then he peeks in the barred window to see what's going on in there. And we find more horrible stuff. Lots of horrible stuff. Yeah, we find the vampire he's been looking for, Hagus, being tortured, blood being drawn from him. He's just like the cover. He's up uh, the cover. A lot of crosses here. And these these vampire nuns have blindfolds on? Yeah, I was trying to figure out that one, too. Like, why do they have blindfolds on? Does it just look creepy? It's like, ah, this will be creepy on a draw like this, right? I I wonder if, like, Hagus can control them and they have to, you know, make, you know. Maybe. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but they've clearly been torturing him because they got, like, hot coals still steaming back there. So the Bavarian soldier goes, just a little bit more. Old one, your pain is part of the ritual, but when I'm through, it won't be necessary any longer. In fact... It may be that you won't be necessary any longer. Won't that be a relief for both of us? Amazing. And he's like happy about it. He's like, maybe you're going to die. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if you died? I would love yeah. that, actually. That would solve all who, of my problems if yeah. you die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who Hagus hates more, him or Baltimore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all Baltimore did. This isn't looking so bad. No, all he did was cut my eye out, but this is much worse. (laughs) Maybe Maybe I I shouldn't have started a plague. Yeah. Maybe I overreacted (laughs) a little bit. Then he's like, nah, Mm. I didn't. No, it's the children who are wrong. (laughs) No, it's the children who are wrong. We cut back to uh, Hodge is sitting in the woods all by himself writing in his journal. While I have yet to encounter anyone with my breadth of knowledge about the vampire species, I suspect Lord Baltimore experience far exceeds. And then snap, somebody's creeping up on him. Um, we find out that it's Baltimore sneaking up on Hodge. <laughs> Hodge was just thinking that Baltimore knows more about what's going on than himself. Yeah, Baltimore, I love this. I yeah. love this. Like, who come come out where I can see you, or you'll yeah. do what? Yeah, or what? Like, you're gonna get me with the pen, or what? It's yeah. incredibly creepy the way he comes out of the shadows. Very well done. Like he's just yeah. standing. Very creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I he love looks that. Like he's a like, creep. he's like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> mm-hmm. good. Yeah. But Hodge explains that a gun is a poor weapon to use against vampires. Baltimore explains that it's not when the bullets are blessed or soaked with holy water. But he also says like, there's other things you got to worry about than vampires. Right. He's yeah. also like, it might buy you some time. You know, you can get to another weapon or something. He's trying to yeah. explain yeah. this guy like. Look, I know what I'm doing. He clearly knows. I know what I'm doing, man. Yeah, Yeah, keep the gun in your hand, bro. Keep it in your hand. (laughs) What are you writing in your journal? 
We're hunting vampires. Are you kidding me? Well, he's he's writing about the hunt as it's happening. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Baltimore tells him to come with him that his, that he may require his company after all. Ah, he's like, right. hey, we're uh, gonna, we are going to have a team up now. I yeah, know. I might, I might need some more people. I'm worried about my precious little, my precious little guy here. Oh, we're going to be a crew now. Yeah, Hodge is going to toughen up. Better he toughen better. up. Hodge. He should. He got. He's got to. Pens can't fight wars with pens. The pens not mightier than the gun. You crazy man. <laughs> I, I'm worried about my soft little turnip here. I uh, hope that he's going to be okay. Yeah. So we break back to uh, Lucerne, Switzerland. And uh, we find our inquisitor, inquisitor, Judge Duvik. He's asking questions around town. This is the guy I don't like, right? Do I not like this guy? I don't yeah. like this yeah, guy, right? Like oh, him. I don't like any. Yeah. Correct. I don't Judge like any Duvick inquisitor. He's like, correct. You do not like him. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see an inquisitor in a story, it just makes my blood boil. Well, no, of course. It. Inquisitors are bad just yeah. across the board. But I remember this guy being particularly terrifying, right? Like he's oh, Yeah, he's terrifying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. originally Baltimore was imprisoned and they were, he, they were going to wait for Duvik to come and question Baltimore. Right, 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 right. Okay, right? thank you. And then no, Bal- I got yeah. And then, the, and then right. the woman broke out Baltimore yeah. and they went and, you know, to the island. And right, right, right. Back. And the witch who had saved the town was being tortured by Duvik. Okay. Yeah. Bad. Don't like him. Good. Yeah. yeah inquisitors. Like you're right, Aubrey. Inquisitors of any kind are, are awful, of course. But I remember yeah. this guy being particularly nasty. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Up to speed. Here we go. This priest is awesome, though. He's like super gross priest. <laughs> <laughs> he does look pretty. Yeah. He's pretty haggard. So all priests. Right. <laughs> He's got a crooked nose. He's definitely not clean at all. The priest says he's not heard of Lord Baltimore, but there are rumors of vampires in the forest. If he is as described, they had to have seen him. They've had to have noticed him. He has so many weapons. weapons Wouldn't lay. So he goes off, go question more people. So we get the the couple are still on the bench on this next page. They're still on their bench where they were eating their chocolates. chocolates. (laughs) Yeah. They're just sitting there. But the inquis- chocolate. <laughs> yeah. The Inquisitor walks into I thought that was a chocolate like a chocolate shop. It looks like he walks into the chocolate shop, but then it's like it looks like a bar. It's a bar. Every place is a bar. <laughs> Barns, chocolate shops, they're all bars. All of them. <laughs> yep. That's what it looks like. We find the Inquisitor Judge Duvik is asking questions. He continues through town and uh explains that he's looking for a man. He walks into this bar. And explains I like this drunk guy so much. I love this guy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but Duvik does not like him. He shoves a gun right in his face. Like, don't mock the Inquisition. If you speak against the Inquisition, you speak against God and you invite darkness into your soul. <laughs> He's like, okay, so, well, so bullshit. I'm going to put a gun up your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the way up his nose. You know, this drunk guy is like, hey, you know what? I, I'm not evil, but I think I know who you're talking about. The guy with the wooden leg, I saw him. Duvik takes him. Okay, maybe you're not evil. Show me where you saw Lord Baltimore. I, this is the this is where it's like, you know what? I just don't. I straight up just don't like you. You're a heretic. Yeah, he's I'll kill you. Right. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Just horrible. Yeah. He doesn't even walk him out. It looks like he just picks him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we see the couple again watching. They're in the window up there watching what's yeah. going on in the bar, and then they they're watching Duvik exit. Oh yeah. And here's our barn owl friend again. Yeah, now we're back with the Barn Owl. I love Barn Owl. What are you going to call him? He's a friend. I think Steve. I think uh, David. his name is Sweetie Pie. Not David. <laughs> David the Sweetie Pie. There you go. 
Why David? Do you have, do you know somebody named David? I was just, uh, it was just Barn Owls and David Bowie. I was just thinking of, you know. Oh, Labyrinth. Oh, Bowie. Yeah. They even got the, it looks like he's got two different eyes right there. Yeah, yeah he's got a blue Bowie eye Bowie the Barn Owl. Owl. Oh, shit, he does. Actually, Bowie did not have a blue eye and a brown eye. He had both of his eyes were blue, but one of them, the pupil was super big, so it made it look like it was brown. Ah, interesting. Yeah, he got into a fight and he uh, with his schoolmate, and the schoolmate punched him in the in the eye, and that's how that happened, and it's permanently became like that. And then he was like, later, he was like, yeah, it's fine. We're 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 friends. It's fine. Wow, that's so interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we get back to uh, Bluestag, Austria. Uh, we're back with Hodge in Baltimore. They're walking through this village. We see a shot of the owl again in the bell tower. The two of them are walking through the town. Uh, Baltimore explains that Europe is rotting and it will only be saved if people rise up and fight the rot. Hodge's research will help with this. He iterates that he will help where he can, but his fight is with Haggis. Like he wants to reiterate that's where his fight yeah. is. So yeah. he's like, yeah, I will. You you got a point here. You know, he's like, hey, you can write an article. You can do something. And that's cool. Yeah, I like that. He he's not just like, I'm a loner. And, no, he uh, came uh, around to him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, you got a point. You can inform some people. And yeah. Yep. Hutch says Baltimore's intentions are clear and asks why he brought him to what looks like a church in the middle of town. You get a cool little graveyard. You know the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery? What's that? A graveyard is associated with a church and a cemetery is not. Huh. I didn't oh, know that. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've, I've, or the know. flip of that. I've, or it's the flip of that. I'm or it's the other sure way around. That. One yeah, of yeah. those. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But I'm Got pretty it. sure. I remember I looked that up because I was like, what's the difference? But anyways, Baltimore says to, uh, he brought him here so that they can arm themselves. So we're arming ourselves. There were a lot of nuns in that abbey. They're going to battle. And they got a lot of nuns to fight. Oh, so they need a lot of the holy water and crosses and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, this next this next scene is pretty interesting and weird, you know, inside this church. Because the church is like the pews are filled. Like, so when earlier, when Baltimore first walked in this town, there's like nobody around. The sun is just setting. It's like there should be people around, right? Um, the people are in these pews in this church. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty weird. Well, and it's also weird that they have a guy strung up. Yeah. On the yeah, it's the priest the cross or whatever. I believe oh, it's the okay, priest. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's the priest strung up on the crucifix. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Hodge corrects Baltimore is that they're not nuns any longer. That Baltimore agrees and says there are now a lot of vampires. And then uh, Hodge sees the scene that's unfolding inside the church and gets. Baltimore's attention to show him. I'm not sure how holy you're going to find that water and points right. the priest up yeah, on the, on the for real. Um, Yeah, But yeah, there are people like in literally in the pews looking at this, right? Uh, Baltimore grabs one of the people out of the pews. What in the hell are you praying to? The Lord never answered. Something else did. And it swore to protect us if we would worship it. This guy seems pretty fucking badass. I gotta say, I kind of like this guy. Which one? <laughs> The big snake, oh, yeah. big snake oh, yeah. monster. Oh, right. yeah. big snake I don't know. Sweet. Yeah. Whomst amongst us, I'd be like, you know what? This guy seems pretty great. And I typed, I, I typed this into Google, and I couldn't figure out 
And he's, yeah. It says, homunculi, do not come into my church unless you wish to be open-minded. Really? Really. That is awesome. Wow. No, no way. If I was there and that big-ass snake came out, I'd be like, see you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. This guy seems pretty great. I wonder if he calls him homunculi because he like he only has one leg or something like that. Like He's like, you're made out of wood and something else or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he calls him hom- homunculi. That is Latin. Oh, it is Latin. That's what oh, I, I oh, thought. That okay. is Latin. Latin. And then, then when he slices the snake's neck, he said, I would condemn your soul if you weren't already damned ah, uh, or convicted. I think the literal is convicted, yeah. wow. but damned, convicted, damned. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I can I condemn you if you weren't already condemned. Yeah. So so that's um pretty cool. I like the snake guy. I'm kind of like wondering why he got chopped up. Maybe, but that's maybe these me. ancient gods and ancient creatures are good. They're just part of you know part of the world. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why are we chopping him? He seems fine. Can we hear him out? He's speaking Latin. Yep. We can understand what he's saying. Let's just talk to him for a minute. Yep. I don't know. Maybe he got rid of the priest. Maybe the priest did something bad. We, I mean, the odds are that he did. And he Let's followers. hear him out. They're just staying in their church, keeping to themselves, safe. Yeah, could be good. Sure, right. But this, I mean, this scene right up there with the with the snake up on the crucifix around the priest yeah. and like just dark in the background and this guy cowering and Baltimore pulling his sword out. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. It looks great. Oh yeah. Baltimore says the Hodge, this is what I mean. Hodge old evils wake others grow more daring every day. If you're coming to the Abbey with me, you'd best watch yourself. Every shadow is suspect. Yeah. Nice. Everybody flees the church. So I guess they didn't get what they needed from there. huh? I guess not. Oh, right. They were going to get ammo. Yeah, I guess not. They didn't get the holy water. Well, I mean, if when the water be tainted because, like, you know, the yeah, bad exactly. guys in there. Yeah. yeah. I like his spiky little nose. Yeah. I'm still looking at the snake. I know the snake is awesome. Oh, no. So our, my, our new friend here that I'm hoping is part of the crew, he's starting to say, what the hell am I thinking? He's going to just like the girl. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. like the yeah. lady. She was like, ah, oh, I got to get out of here. What the fuck yeah. was I thinking about? Yeah, but he yeah, almost, I'm fucking off. Actually, he almost I looks like Baltimore. Of- he's got two guns yeah. on him. He's got a gun on each hip. He's got a bunch covered, of stuff yeah. happening. Covered in crucifixes. He's got a hatchet sure with is. a crucifix on it. Yeah. He's got a he's got a short sword and a hatchet. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about we're never gonna assemble this crew. Yeah. It's no. never gonna happen. <laughs> Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. No. So Baltimore says there's no nuns left on the walls. We may be too late. This I did look up. Born again in the world, shape the meat. I was thinking it's either shape the meat or shape uh I got shape the meat also. I yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Like shape the meat. Yeah. Born again in the world, shape the meat, restore the soul. So it just keep saying that over and over again. Baltimore talks about how he'd be a monster if he left that pregnant woman alone. And we get that owl again watching, watching Baltimore, watching Hodge. Nice. Wow, this guy sucks. Yeah, this guy's a creeper. But man, <laughs> this red is awesome. Is he a Hitler? Kind of. Oh, what is he? It kind of looks like a Hitler. I'm sorry that I said it looked like you. Were. That's, not you. <laughs> That's we're gonna oh, cut that out. No. We're gonna cut that out. That's not gonna. That's stay not in. you. But <laughs> no, uh, no, he's not me. Yeah, but the red is incredible. Yeah, the the color is pretty yeah. outstanding. Yeah, his this. robe it really stands out. I think he might be a Hitler. I mean, he's definitely leading uh, vampire, zombie, nuns, and growing uh, homunculus. He's pretty gross. A young lady as he pours blood down her throat. That's the scene. Gross. Yeah. So we just hear that same thing um, that uh, they were saying again. They're chanting. They have the pregnant woman in the middle of all the nuns. They're writing on the ground. They're adding more uh, sigils to the ground, it looks like. Yeah, they're doing some some sigils here. Yeah. Drink, woman, and rejoice. Your miracle has come. In your room, death becomes life. We may yikes. be too late, Baltimore. Big yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we have to get down there. So Hodge is like, he's gaming. Yeah, he's on board now. He's he's all geared up. He's got his two guns. He's like, all right, forget this book that I'm going to write. Honestly, if he stayed away and came out with the book, it'd probably do better than if he died in this transaction. In this, you know, sure, right? Yeah. That's fine. So we hear we we get the same thing going going on again. Formed as flesh, you know the all the germs. Oh no! Is this again, awesome owl friends with this Hitler? No, <laughs> yeah, the awesome Ooh. owl. Yeah. Ah, David. What's friends with? That's bullshit. No, friends with the soldier. <laughs> no, this must be like the demon in the shape of an owl, which is bad and wrong, and I hate it. Yeah. Boo. So the owl comes, gets the attention of this priest that's doing this ceremony with the pregnant chick and lands right on his shoulder. He looks at the owl. All of the nuns, including the priest, turn and look at Hodge and Baltimore. They oh, see them that. right away. Oh. That is yeah. such a great panel. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, all these nuns are creepy. They definitely came up with the nun idea first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, and they got to be covered in crosses like they were burned and tortured. They're all gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're super gross. And we get a full moon. It's a full moon tonight. I wonder how often it's a full moon in the outer verse. Seems like a lot. <laughs> seems like it's a yeah, lot. More than once a month. But yeah, it seems like it. So yeah, and then these these vampire nuns are just climbing up the, the wall, coming after Baltimore and Hodge. Now you'll have something to write about, he says to Hodge. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's great. No, this is an incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very droll. What a what a great way to end the issue right there. I love that. I, I wanted to keep reading. I actually stopped reading yeah. right there, but I was like, uh, uh, "I really, I, I'm really enjoying this." It feels a little different than it did in, yeah. uh, in the last trade. Yeah, there's action does. happening. It, it feels a little bit more interesting. I like Hodge a little bit more. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's it, it feels like it's it's really picking up now. Yeah, so the character I development like the, and the like you care more. Yeah, and I like how uh, Baltimore is hunting Haggis, but in. Um, whatever that inquisitor's name is i can't remember right now is also hunting baltimore oh right so yeah. the, the hunter is being hunted duvik duvik i think we'll call him we'll call him dickhead <laughs> <laughs> judge duvik awesome well that was a great job wes i thought uh, yeah, thank I really you wes. enjoyed that yeah yeah my pleasure, um, good stuff i've been in uh, i've been really enjoying the baltimore stuff and uh yeah it just continues to pick up i thought you did a great job with the episode yeah too. that was fun uh, yeah, that was thank a lot you, of fun, man. So thanks for joining us this week. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I look forward to finishing this run. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. We'll, we'll, we'll come back and we'll do the next three issues of The Curse Bells in a couple weeks. And until then, um, you, you can you can go back to the corner, Wes, and and hang out there and and, and uh, work on my journal. <laughs> what a journal where we pu- where we put all the book club members. Yeah, and just we, in, we this one one corner, in this one little we corner, we fold you up in this and we put you in a tiny <laughs> little box in the corner. Awesome. That's oh, right. You got you got some good company. You got Matt. You got Mark. Yeah, you yeah. got Ross yeah. over there with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good company. Yes. The corner is Excellent. pretty fun over there. It's filled with friends. Yeah. Yes. Damn, I yes. want to come over there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Excellent. Well, I'm excited to hear what all of our listeners thought of this episode. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things. All right, everybody. Baltimore, the curse bells, issues one and two. I want to hear what you thought. Send us a hey, you damn guys at Book Club Member Comics. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Book Club Member Comics and on Twitter at Book Club Members. You can also find all of our resources on our Podbean website, our Facebook About section. And our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. Our theme music was provided by Only Beast. Thank you, Only Beast. Uh, want to thank you to Paul from Gartahan for our listener feedback music. Yes. 
And always a special thank you to Wes for joining us on this, uh, taking us on the Baltimore tour. That sounds like a... Sounds like a <laughs> You can find the podcast wherever you find your podcast from. And on the iTunes, open it up and give us the five-star review. Every review helps. Thank you. Uh, next week, we're reading Ultra Mega, and we'll be joined by our good friend, Ross Radke. So you know what to do. Get out them back issues, trades, digitals. Get it on the Hoopla app if it's there. And join us next week on Book Club Member Comics. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm a giant snake monster speaking in Latin. I'm Wes Matthijs. And I'm Aubrey Lovelace saying, you've taken a foolish risk following me. Yeah.